Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to The Mentor. I'm Mike Boris. Increasingly, particularly amongst millennials and younger, there is a prevailing concept of prioritizing passion over the paycheck. This is due to a whole combination of things, but one thing is for sure. The creator economy is quickly becoming much, much more legitimate. So along comes the charming duo, Jack Steele and Matt Ford, who we know as the inspired unemployed. Two real kooky dudes. The boys are from the South Coast of Australia and have created videos for fun since their high school days and haven't stopped. This dynamic is nothing new to Aussie culture and entertainment. We've seen it in Hamish and Andy and before that, Paul Hogan and John Connell. But how inspired unemployed have leveraged social media has become a business within itself and it's quite fascinating. The boys can lay claim to some of the most highly engaged content creation as the uninspired unemployed with millions of viewers and followers across all social platforms. Through their growth on social media platforms, the boys have had the opportunity to work with a range of high-tier brands, including GQ, Red Bull, Louis Vuitton, and Vogue. They do not mind taking the piss out of anyone. But this is new territory for business. The question for me is how do you turn this from being a fun muck-around thing into a stable career and something that investors might invest in? The Inspired Unemployed have gone and released a beer under the name Better Beer, and that is going to take advantage of their rapid rise in their audience and their popularity and their great content. The boys are in a unique position to leverage the business, their business being this great audience with great content. How will they protect this in the long run? How will they continue to build it? How will they remain quirky and off the chart, but at the same time, build up a legitimate business like the beer product? So let's get into it. Jack Steele and Matt Ford, welcome to the Mentor Guys. Hello, How are you going all right? Thanks for having us. Good. good. How's Very the drive good. up? It's, it's, well, we thought it was going to be pretty bad, but the weather's kind of cleared up a bit. Yeah. So if we come up yesterday, fun. it would have been different. Yeah. Oh, you came with yourself. No, if we did, it would have been oh, different. Yeah, 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 it's totally. been, what, raining for three weeks straight? Yeah. So the South Coast copped it yesterday, didn't they? Yeah, it was yeah. solid. Yeah, but much shit going on down there, damage. Yeah, it's not too, it's not, all the golf courses are completely under. We've been getting oh, into shit, like golf. Shit, you can't players. go play golf. <laughs> we woke up this morning to a blackout, actually. So the whole street was blacked out True. this morning. True. But it wasn't too bad. Hey, they're the same as me because I got um, this morning, uh, all my power went out. I went to the lights and there's no fucking lights. And uh, and uh, I tried to be an electrician, went down, looked at the fuse box, mm-hmm. you know, in the mm-hmm. basement and played around with it. Couldn't fucking work it out. So I rang my mate who's the electrician, I rang him, uh, text him at 5.30 and I know he's always, 
sort of on the prowl. So he said, I'm at King's Cross having a coffee. But he hadn't been there all night. He just was yeah, on the yeah. way to work. He's from sure. the North Shore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he came and fixed it. And I'm sort of standing around with him. We fix it. Hold me. It's fucked up when you can't got no power, eh? Oh, God. yeah. We had phone lights. I was like, we got about like yeah. six phones. Like, what's going on? <laughs> my room's a – so Fox, we did see this paper rock to who gets the best yeah, room yeah. in the house. Fox's room is just like so nice and bright and gets all the light. And mine backs onto this freaking house. So I've got zero light. So I'm packing for two hours with my freaking phone torch yeah. on. So what did you throw? For, well, who threw rock or paper? What did you throw? I always go. I beat him every single time. Like, always. See, see, but 99 out of 100 times I'll beat him. Okay, let's have one go right now. Right. Come on. Scissors, <laughs> paper, rock. Scissors, paper, rock. Scissors, paper, rock. You see, I've got him. <laughs> I told you. Every time. Every time. Yeah, normally, that went three rounds. Normally it goes one right. and it's just one yeah. and done. I hate I, I just beat him with a rock. I was what? rock, he was scissors. When we play scissors by rock, I it's the only time around him I get anxiety. Because I know he's in my head. Oh yeah, he, I've, I've already mine. He's already beat me. Alright, ready? You and me. Yeah. Come hey. on. Scissors, paper. Oh, <laughs> you have a shot, you have a shot. Come on, come yeah, on, yeah, have right. a shot. What are you? Oh, what are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you're gonna get hit him. Well, I would have done paper then if you did scissors for sure. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. Uh, you guys like uh, social media sensations in this country. <laughs> you're killing it, killing it, really killing it. Thank like, you, uh, young guys. Um, take me back a little bit. Uh, I mean, I, I get the name. Um, what? What? How'd you two got together? Mm. You live in the same joint, but how'd you two get together? Grew up in the same area. What's the deal? Yeah, so who's you a talker to, in you two? Yeah, you want to take it away? Or uh, we, no, you go, you go. We I'll, both literally do 50 50 talking. Yeah. Depends what the topic is, actually. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we met, um, we, you know when we okay, met. Okay, we like, met at the high school. I'll do the talking. Yeah. You, you relax, mate. Uh, so we met at high school. He was a year above us. So we lived in the same area. I was from Jerangong. He's from Kyam. It's like 10 minutes apart. And we met in high school. I think I was in year seven. He was in year eight. And we we're waiting in the bus. Like we were waiting to sign up our names to like the snow school trip and they'd do yeah. the snow school trip yeah, yeah, yeah. and we're waiting in line and he was just in front of us and I think we just somehow yeah. met through friends yeah. or something like that but are you, you snowboarders or yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so like you skateboarders snowboarders yeah. board riders yeah we we, I, we snowboarded I actually got I'm actually still sponsored by snowboarding somehow I don't know how but that, that's <laughs> what I that's, that's what I did for like five years and then Falx would just he's more of a surfer I'm more of a snowboarder we do both but then he'd just jump on trips with, with us so that's how we kind of yeah, just we started kinda, yeah, got, yeah how we became mates is like through snow and did just, you fuck around then? like oh, yeah. sort of doing shit? yeah always doing weird shit like always been pretty weird and I think but we didn't become like real good mates until we kind of left school. Actually, no, in year ten, in year in year eleven, yeah. we kind of became real good mates. And then Through festivals. Yeah, through festivals and stuff. But it wasn't until after school. Well, when you say festival, you go on a festival. Yeah. So like because I'm trying to work out when did you discover you both had this ability to perform, but probably more importantly, produce and edit. Like uh because this is all about production. Mm-hmm. Like what what you guys do is performance sets to your audience, you know your audience, obviously. But yeah, probably didn't happen day one. Yeah. But when did you work out that both of you could form one of your producers? How, how, how did that all mm. operate? It's from Pine Tree TV. So we, we all went over to to New Zealand in 2016, so way before Inspired Unemployed started. And um, there was a group of, what, five of us in a house mm. and we had no – we couldn't get work for some reason. Like no one wanted to hire us. We went over to New Zealand just to do like a skate, like a, like live over there and work for a bit. Like just, just like like Queenstown or something Yeah, like yeah, do like a snow season kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. bum around and – and then we started um, just two of you. No, there was five of us. Five of us. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then we couldn't get work, and we we're just bored shitless, pretty much. So we 
we're like, wait, let's start making videos. The first video we made was just us screaming. Whose idea it. was that? That kind of so, no, I think I don't know. Yeah, I think maybe we, yours. We all screamed, were just screaming at the camera. I don't know why. It sounds so weird. Were you smoking or something? <laughs> yeah, like, what were you doing? Just losing our minds, yeah. really. And then um, we're like, oh, maybe we should try and make a skit. And we're like, all right, let's try and make a skit. The Savo out of boredom. Yeah, out of boredom. Yeah, just yeah. purely out of boredom. I think it's probably but more we your idea. We always loved that kind of stuff. Mm. You know, we were you were doing trade. I was actually working in social at the time. Um, but, like, we did, like, I don't know, we'll be a bit of dreamers. Like, yeah. always kind of liked that kind of world. But, like, I started making a video. I mean, making skits. But just, like, just on your mobile? Yeah, just on, on, just mobile. on the mobile. Yeah. And we, like, we just generally loved entertaining. Yeah. Like, just all our mates and whatever. So, to put the camera in front of us and do it just felt good because yeah. we were away we felt special we were away from home and because we're so close with our family and kind of f- nearly just fresh out of school yeah so we're like yeah you the two boys like as kids at home always fucking putting on a performance or uh or you just do you, oh, that sounds horrible you just <laughs> like an audience i mean do you like uh like the attention like the attention yeah i think, I think probably so. yeah let's call it attention yeah. seeking sort of thing yeah. you know i mean like you know that's yeah. definitely the way to put it but, yeah. But, yeah but the two sure. last kids to ever do drama at school so I would exactly, you know what I mean. So that makes I don't know how that works, but I would be a class clown every every lesson. But if I had to do a speech, I couldn't. So I would actually hate when you know, like I could never do drama ever. Oh, you didn't of, do drama. No, never. I would never ever want to. Yeah, either. I you kind of I kind of like the attention when it's not actually meant to be on me. Yeah. Like say my birthday, I hate that stuff because attention's on you. But like fighting for the attention, I kind of yeah. like you know. And you, Falcon's always been the biggest weirdo on earth. Like cheers, <laughs> no. no. And everyone knows, like in our friend group, he's just been this weird kid forever doing the same What's stuff that you do now. Wait, wait. Like just, just like dancing or. Carrying on like a just different, just super different, but in an entertaining way. He didn't mind taking the piss out of himself, or or was, and he did it with skill. Yeah, is it more a theatrical skill? Yeah, yeah, probably. And but just weird, like just heaps. In the best way possible. Yeah, I feel like I'm just really annoying. I just annoy my mates trying <laughs> to get a laugh out of them. Yeah, yeah. Like I just will annoy. Are you doing it for a laugh? Yeah, for a laugh. Yeah, like forgive me. Like, well, like <laughs> I will just say, Jacks sitting there on the computer and I just maybe I just want some attention I'll just do something to him like I don't know like he'll start dancing and pull his pants up to a g-string and start dancing around the room that, that, that's a perfect <laughs> that's a great example. example literally happens every day yeah. I'm not joking are you serious yeah, yeah I swear so just that stuff every day just annoying your friends in a in a funny way theatrical way but, sure. it, but, but, but not on camera just just, no, just it's not, not just for the camera no no no, 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 no. it's him natural yeah, yeah for yeah, sure yeah. definitely it's yeah, so definitely. natural I mean, you got brothers and sisters. I've got an older sister. Yeah, yeah. she's crazy. Like, no, she's not crazy. I've sounded crazy. Like, I used to just annoy the crap out of her. What about your mum and dad? What, are they like that? Yeah, well, d- yeah, d- family dad back in the day, like, he's a brickie and he's a bit like, he's a bit of like a man. He's not really, he's an idiot. Like, when he gets on the piss, he drinks a bit. Yeah. He's a, yeah, he's a bit wild. <laughs> when Matt does this, is it, um, him being on the piss or he's just a sober? Well, I do it so, but it depends on who I'm comfortable around. If I'm comfortable around people, I'll do it. But on the piss, piss part, you should piss see is, definitely him. makes it easier. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm not that weird, but like, nah, yeah, yeah. You love putting on a show, but yeah, yeah, sometimes. I mean, like when I was growing up, I can up, be very shy as well. I can be like, yeah, no, you, I'm getting that. I'm getting a bit of shyness. Yeah, out of it, mainly because I'm you know much older than you guys, I guess. But like, I'm getting a little bit of shyness there. But by the way. Just feel free to fucking pull your pants down and pull your juice down. Yeah. Yeah. We got the camera rolling. Yeah. Anyway, it's all good. Get on the table. what you wish for. I love a bit of fucking content, yeah. boys. Come on. Start twerking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twerk, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. when I was growing up, 
the guys did that, they, they could probably get themselves in trouble where I grew up and mm. when I grew up, I guess. Oh, yeah. But your generation mm. is, that's cool. Like it's actually sort of considered to be funny. Mm. More funny than when I grew up. Like, the, yeah, you know, you'd probably get a backhander when I grew yeah. up. You know, yeah, someone would fucking step in and give you a swipe. Yeah, yeah. sure. Does anyone ever feel like doing that? Yeah, Jack, does ever feel like hitting him? Or oh yeah, every day. I'd love to. <laughs> You'd love to. <laughs> no. Feel free. Yeah, no. yeah, go on. No, one day we'll have a boxing match. One day and we'll we'll just unload unload on each other. So, right? so, so you discovered uh, that you two like doing that sort of stuff together. Yeah. Um, does one produce and one performs or do you just, I mean, does the idea of the production, in other words, not a production meeting, you probably do have production meetings, but um, hey, why don't we do this as a skit? I'm talking now for in terms of your content. Mm-hmm. Does one of you sit down and work that out than the two of you perform it or is it just a, a joint effort in terms of decision-making and the um, performance? Very joint, joint yeah. very joint. Like it, on, it honestly depends on who is, whose idea it is. So from day one, Falx actually knew how to edit probably a bit more before me. Yeah. And then I learned and then we'd literally just taken in turns. Like if Falx had an idea about, you know, ordering a coffee and you want it, if something funny happens with the Brewster, that's his idea, then he'll go script it or tell me the idea first. I'm like, oh, that's great. He'll script it because it's his vision. So whoever's vision it is is so important because that's what's going to carry it because you can't trans for a vision into someone's head, you know? Totally. Um, which we struggle with a lot. So, like, we'll come to each other with an idea and then the other person just can't really get it. They try their best, but then when they don't get it, you get, like, a bit upset. You're like, yeah, yeah. damn it, like, I know how, you know? Yeah, yeah. But I think you you both, we know each other so well now, we do, you can transfer the vision sort of. So you then he'll go and script it, then bang, we'll film it, and then he'll probably take charge of the edit because it's his video and vice versa. So it's literally 50 Yeah, but, 50. yeah. but now, Jack, you do more of it. Like, Jack's a perfectionist and I'm not like, I'll be like, that video's done. We'll be editing it together. But that's done. And then Jack will grab it and it's been another like two hours on it to make <laughs> sure it's like yeah, perfect where I'm not like that at all. Mm. Well, is that with like, because I'm an often say this about people cutting sewing. One guy cuts, one guy sews. Um, mm. You know, you got to have the mad bastard out the front. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he cuts the cloth and the next guy, the other guy, the business partner, Make you know he can be part of it all, but he's also making he's stitching up, making sure it's is in good shape. Yeah, because at the end of the day, it's a good analogy. Yeah, but you're because you're you know your um, consumers of your content, mm. they don't want to see shit. No, I no. mean they they just want to see funny shit, <laughs> but they just don't want to be like badly put together. No, and, and the more you grow, you kind of have that expectation, especially when your sponsors are looking at it too. Yeah. So if we give, if you go back to uh, six years ago, wherever it was in New Zealand, you guys decided to put a a little skit together. Was it the whole five of you decided to do it or just two of you? All five. Probably all five. Yeah. Yeah. We, so we made this little Instagram page. It's called Pine Tree TV. And we made like probably six or seven skits and it kind of took off around home, just like our families and stuff. But that kind of got us thinking like, and then we all got jobs and we all just stopped. But then it was about three years later, I was working as a carpenter, but I never wanted to be a chippy because my dad was a bricklayer and I just seen how fucked it was on his body. And I was like, I never want to be a tradie. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I fell into it because there's not much else. There's not much opportunity down there. It's like you're either a school teacher or you're a tradie. And Jack was a tradie. And, but you did a lot of traveling. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm going over to Europe. Let, let's go. And I was like, no, nah, I'm about to start my apprenticeship. <laughs> Even though I didn't want to, but I was about 23 at the time. I was like, I need to kind of get my shit sorted. I've kind of been fucking around for a while and then he's like no let's go we'll work towards something we want to do for the rest of our lives like let's we'll go to get like a business or like we'll make videos and because we both knew we wanted to do that stuff 
And then I hang up and I was like, nah, this is like the first time I'm going to say no to a trip. I got to get my shit sorted. And then I went in, I spoke to my mom and she's like, you know what? Just fucking live your life. You only get one shot at it. Just go, you'll be right. It's just a year of your life and mm. just come back and do it if it doesn't work out. So I was like, fuck it, called him back. And I was like, let's go. <laughs> Literally like, half an hour later. <laughs> we left like two months after that and we went over to Europe and we went over there and like, let's make videos. We really wanted to make videos and like make mm. kind of funny travel like vlogs, I think, yeah. looking at stuff. Skits and vlogs and stuff. Skits and vlogs and just whatever. And but we didn't think that was gonna be our job. Yeah, we that wasn't like, a business plan. We were like, let's start like an acai bowl business or Yeah. Um we're trying to look at getting a cafe up in bar and like we're just trying to think yeah, this trade idea, like like Airbnb but for trades and kind of like air tasker, I guess. Yeah. yeah but yeah. in a more we're just know. trying to think we just had all these dreams. <laughs> but but that was our hobby was making videos. That was what we thought was fine. So we like like doing it. We liked I guess starting this Instagram page and getting the attention and trying to build it out. Cause we just had so yeah. much fun making videos. And like, it was a pure, we just genuinely didn't, cause we weren't from the city. So we had making money on Instagram we or brand deals or anything that was foreign language. So that, we, we had didn't no, even know you could make money. We had Instagram. no idea. We just, there was no plan. Either. No, yeah. no. We just, but we, there was a definitely a structure and plan to grow as you know. And I feel like once we started, that's when we got, or me personally and Falcon as well, like we definitely got obsessed and we're like, okay, we've started. And then the goal was we cannot go home because we're making a fool of ourselves. Like we're tradies with a reputation at home, you know. Not that that means anything, but. No, it does. It does though. Especially when you're younger. Yeah, like for sure. Like what we were doing, if you couldn't do that at home and then nah. go on the job site the next day. Nah. Just because yeah. like. Dressing as girls. It wasn't really like, that. You know? They give you shit. Yeah, just get shit put on you. Yeah, because if, like, if you're an apprentice anyway, especially oh, yeah. you're an apprentice because like. Apprentices always get shit yeah. put on anyway. Like, yeah, exactly. Go, go, go find me the box yeah. of sparks or the left-handed <laughs> screwdriver or all that shit. Yeah. Like, and they're all dad jokes, but they, they actually do. Yeah. And, and when you do it, worse because I was a, I was like three years out of my apprenticeship. Yeah. So I don't, it was worse for you. Yeah. <laughs> worse for me. And and when you're doing this stuff, um, and like not many people are following you, it doesn't seem like you're legit. So people yeah. are like, Yo, you're just doing that for nothing. Like, what's wrong with you? Mm. And then when you started, like when we started to get a bit of a following people took us a little bit more serious. I'm like, yeah. all right, now. So, that was- so at the start, it's it's really hard because everyone's like, what the fuck are these guys doing? What the freak? Was it called uh, Inspired Unemployed then? Yeah, yeah. Right at the beginning? Yeah. Yep. So you came up with the name. Yeah. Well, how did you yep. get the name? <laughs> so we got, we got, I think we got, because you did a couple skits on your page and then we're like, let's start a new page and I'm um, just really go for it. And we got stuck in this Airbnb in France. We got snowed in actually, and we it was just so gross. It was like the floor was just condensation, like water everywhere. We were pretty rattled because we just left summer in Oz. All our mates oh. like drinking, having fun, and we went over to Europe and win the French Alps. And it was so dark, and we were like this snow blizzard, and we didn't have any friends, and we we're just like, "What the fuck did we come? What are we doing?" <laughs> and we had no, not much money, like, and we we're blowing all that money on these Airbnbs that weren't even good because we we're in the middle of their um, school holidays, so it was just so busy. So we had to get the shittest Airbnbs for and we're, and a lot of money, so money for us. Yeah, you know, yeah, we're just broke travelers, and um, and then we were in there, and we, we were just making video after video, and then you know we had to start the page, so. Well, just like, you know, what are we? I think it only took maybe an yeah, hour we to realize. Translator, we're like, what are we? We're like, we're inspired, but we're broke. And it just, yeah. I think, like, I think look it was the name. We're looking at words for being poor or broke and unemployed come up. Yeah. And we're like, oh my God, that's perfect. Inspired, yeah. unemployed. And we're like, done. And then we just made the page right then and there. And and then, then it, you know, we were over there in Europe for oh, six months, just literally working on this page so hard we're doing five skits a week so scripting filming editing uh, not much scripting what's going on back then but you know five days a week while we're trying to have this holiday with our mates so 
there was a lot of work and we, we'd go to a cafe twice a week and write our goals down and like, there was, you okay. know, looking back at it. Our number fair... one goal back then was to be able to work from a cafe. That was like, <laughs> yeah. that's the dream, like to work from a cafe. That was all we wanted. And, and we kind of thought it could lead us into like maybe getting extra gigs. I'd be like, oh, if we get mm. a bit of volume, maybe we get like a TV extra gig one, like every now and again, or yeah, that's what the kind of we're working towards. You might not have had a business plan and you probably never knew what your product was going to be. And you probably knew, didn't realise you get, you said earlier, you, you probably didn't realise you get advertising or sponsors to, to, to kick it along. Did you have one objective though? Like, Yeah, so one was to go home te- with 10,000 followers. Right. You know how on Instagram you get the 10K yeah, yeah, and yeah. it looks more legit? Yeah, we yeah, yeah. that was like Literally, the most amount of followers we, ever. We used to look at people with a page and I remember this one guy that did videos, Dunny at home, and he was killing it at the time. He had 50,000 followers and we were like, how the hell, like, we're looking at him like the prime minister. We're like, how do you yeah. get fifty thousand followers? That's impossible. Yeah. And our goal was just to get to ten thousand before we went home, so we didn't look so much like a joke. And I feel like that short-term goal, or whatever we looked at it as the time, maybe a long-term goal, that was the main mm. goal. To be we honest, had like six months to do it. Yeah, and and it was just an obsession for me personally, like mm. just to get there, like just to grow well, quick. Yeah. So we'll listen. I seen a photo of Gary V out there. Yeah, we'll yeah. listen to a lot of him and he's just like, you got to yeah. post, post, post. So we're listening to a lot of him and Tony Robbins. Like that's where yeah, yeah, we're yeah, getting yeah. our inspiration from. And That's cool. Like, yeah. Like big time, Gary uh, V and Tony. Uh, and you said something really interesting then, Jack. Like you said um, obsessed because um, I, I I think once you find a one goal, 10,000, mm. whatever it is, doesn't matter how modest and if you become obsessed about it, that's the, they're two yeah. important ingredients mm. to just kicking it off anyway. Mm. Forget about all the other shit, <laughs> you know, what's the product and all that stuff. Like uh, just get a goal and get obsessed about it. Otherwise you sit around planning forever. Exactly, and you yeah. fucking do anything. And, uh, and you gave yourself six months, 10,000, and uh, I want to make sure. And, and the, the emotional part of it was, I don't want to go home and look like a fuckwit. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Seriously. Seriously. Yeah. And I think, yeah, the t- you know, we'll just, over that six months, we're just building this skill set. Like it's like a new new craft we're building. Like mm-hmm. we're building our editing skills, our our, our production, our, our um, scripting, like our comedy, everything was getting built without us even realising. So because we're just having so much fun. You we didn't realise it. That's important. Yeah, exactly. is, that, is that right? We did, didn't. We obviously in hindsight, no. And, and we probably didn't know at the time we are getting better, but it was just all moving so fast. It was just a natural thing. Like natural, we yeah. We weren't like trying to get better. It was just kind of happening. Like, like, oh, see that guy did that kind of film. We should try that. Like, yeah. That camera angle. Like, and because we used to just film like one thing, but now we film like the same thing, like same like speaking role, whatever, from different angles. Mm. You know, so you can cut different angles. Like we just, you know, you kind of yeah. start learning things as you go. How but, important is the, is the edit, oh, the skill oh, in the Everything. Edit. Everything. So yeah. Where the, for skits, oh my God, that's where the comedy and, and you know, the in people, keeping people engaged, the, the audio is so important, like underlying audio, which we found out on the, you know, four months in probably, all these little things that meant so much, like overlaying clips and music, music, and it's what takes pun- the most time as well. Like, yeah, hundred percent. We can film lines. for an hour and edit for eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, did you in that six month period when you're trying? Did you get up to ten thousand? By the way, no, no. you didn't. <laughs> did you went to eight or seven, I think even? eight, maybe seven, seven and a half. Yeah, and I went home first. So, fuck, man, it was like yeah, I didn't hit my dream, you know. So, I went home a month before Fox, and then I, you know, got home and. We actually hit this point of where it all blew up. So we got to seven and a half thousand followers, I think. Fiax was still overseas. Uh, you, Fiax, I think I stayed over like two. Maybe two months. more months. Yeah. And I kept 
making them at home and Falks kept making them in, in um, Europe. So it was a bit of a di- different dynamic, but you still had a few um, like billion Dom in Europe to make videos with. And then I had my other housemates. So it worked probably really well. But I remember having this chat yeah. with Falks and I and we genuinely were like, is this worth, you know, we're putting so much effort. I'm working a full-time job. You're traveling on a yacht. Like we're putting so much work for such little reward. It was literally... I'm talking like 15 comments opposed to now we get probably 10,000, 5,000, 10,000, whatever. And then it was literally 10 to 30 comments. A good video was like 40 comments, you know, and like 30 followers, you know, every few days sometimes. We're just tired. I think at the end of the Europe, because like our mates came over and we're traveling around with them and we're also, so we're traveling with them, but trying to make videos at the same time. And we kind of felt bad to them Mm. because they're traveling and we're trying to make videos and, Come, we're kind of just getting tired. I'm like, what? What's this? Like, mm. What are we getting out of this? Like, what's this? What are we doing this for? Like, we're not getting anything out of it other than like a couple of followers and no yeah, jobs yeah. or anything. But we're kind of tired, and yeah. but that was like the most probably still loved it. Important part of our whole career is was that that part of us. I don't think we were ever going to give up, but we were definitely having doubts because you know you you can't see you can't see it working out because you're just putting in so much work and even though it was like two weeks away of us blowing up, we had no idea. But I feel like it might sound cringe or whatever, but the universe just said, you know what, you've put in this much work. And then we pushed past that and we'd also built a, a skill set and we've built the backlog of videos. So when we did, Falks did get home and in a, in a week of Falks, Falks getting home, we made like three videos in a row and they just went nuts and we blew up and our whole life changed in that moment. Literally in, in a week, our whole life just changed. Can you explain to me, so you've got seven and a half thousand followers, you know, you've got a backlog of catalog of stuff you've done that you can roll out. Mm. Um, you built this skill set up, you know, just by, you know, learning on the, on the job, you, yeah. um, which is, which is the best way to learn to be honest here. Um, you, but just sort of, you're pretty fucking worn out. You, you're going, Jesus, is this all worth it? And by the way, every business goes through that process. What was it apart from, the fact that, you know, as you said, the universe spoke to you. Whatever. Yeah. Um, what, 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 what was it that got you to, when you say blew up, you, what you mean by is you kicked on hard um, as opposed to blew up in a bankruptcy sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you kicked on hard. What was it that made that happen? What, what was the event? So we did like three videos in a row. We did this one where I was dressed up as like Britney Spears and I was I was in a dress and it, like, <laughs> it was kind of confronting. It was, that, it was the first video when I got home. So... I was about to go on the job site the next day and I, and we edited it all up. I got in his ex-girlfriend's dress and she got me all like makeup up and stuff. Well, and disturbing. we did it and it, it was, was disturbing, so disturbing. And I was like, I don't want this to go out. You know what? I'm going on a job site tomorrow. We're not releasing this. <laughs> and then. You see his moose knuckle just, yeah, oh, it was just not good. It was good. just confronting. And then everyone was like, no, let's just release it, whatever. So I was like, fuck it, whatever. And then that got heaps of traction, like more than any other video we've done. Mm. And then after that, we did a dancing one down the street to Hall and & Oates and then that just went even bigger. I like got – and like followers were starting to roll in and yeah. heaps of comments. Like, Whoa, someone's on here. And now, actually, um, that's when our manager hit us up oh, yeah, for the first time. We got to start getting managers to hit us up and job interview like um, – you mean man, what do you mean managers? Instagram like, manager? Like yeah. management, like agencies. Agencies, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like talent yeah. management. Talent, yeah. talent management. Yeah. So if I could just go, just, we just want to just edge back a little bit. So 
whose idea was it for you to dress up like Britney Spears? That's your one. I think that's your Britney idea. My idea, and then I didn't want to do it. (laughs) (laughs) But you hadn't done that sort of thing before. Hadn't really sort of publicly done that Britney Spears thing. No, no. So so it was you taking the piss out of yourself, but also doing something pretty weird, um, relatively <laughs> speaking. Is was it, is it your, uh, like the South Coast community that it blew up with or did it blow up everywhere? It was mainly around mm. the South Coast. But the, yeah, the Britney one. Yeah. At that, that stage, that 7,000 followers was like probably mainly around our home and then maybe a bit of Sydney and a little bit of mm. Melbourne. So when you say blow up, does that mean you got uh, more followers or, or or more likes or more engagement? What was it? Everything. Yeah. Everything. Everything. But then the then then the next video came, the Hall of Notes one, and then that got us to about 9,000 followers. That blew up even more. Um, that nearly got to probably, that's probably on like 500 comments maybe, mm. which was massive for us. Totally. And that was then, like blowing up. Like, blowing like, up. Wow. We're like calling each other at Smoko going, what the fuck, this video's going nuts. Yeah, like, frothing, yeah. like our email. We're getting a couple of emails come in because we started this new email account, you know. We were so foreign to this world and everything that come in, we were just losing it over. And then their third videos where it really went off, that was another dancing video to uh, Be My Lover by Labouche, I think it is, and we just all dressed up in like dark Berlin outfits and looked super weird and went down the back of our house to this quarry and that went nuts. Like Brown Cardigan shared that, which is a huge uh, Instagram meme page in Australia and um, a, a lot of people around the world and we got 30,000 followers in, in like 30 hours. Whoa. It was crazy. And it whole, and then that's where things just went from so there. It wasn't a purposeful chase for followers at that time you didn't think oh if we dress up like this and all this no, sort of dark building nah. gear you're talking about like uh, leather tights and shit like <laughs> yeah. that yeah yeah, yeah so a bit of a bit of pulp fiction like the gimp yeah, yeah. 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 honestly we, everyone was like we're gonna go down film this video everyone go to your closets and pull out anything black and we just put up everyone just had this wish in their closets yeah so that you had it so so that got you to thirty thousand. And then I guess from there you worked out, hang on, this is this is the formula. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like because you can, you know, for us, we can share a page. If people don't want to follow it, they're not going to follow it. If they don't like it, it's just it's not just because you share someone. I think the lucky thing for us, we had literally 115 videos already sitting on our page. So people then found out about us and went, oh, what? They've been doing this for ages. And they, I hope, well, I guess enjoyed it. And then yeah. that's why I think it Worked in our so favor yeah. that it took a while. Yeah. They stuck with you. Yeah. 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 I feel like it, that was, it wasn't just like a one off video. They're like, oh, these guys do this kind of stuff. Or maybe I'll follow them and see what comes up next mm. kind of thing. Yeah. I think that was a massive, you know, ingredient to why so it the, the, I'm going to get a break and come back. Um, but I want to talk about how'd you get from 30,000 to I think you were like 1.2 on Instagram. And I mean, as your TikToks goes off, I want to ask you about uh, what do you think about Facebook and Etc. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. LinkedIn's not your game, but like Facebook. Um, and then I want to talk about how you make money out of all this deal. Let's do it. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, so you've established like 30,000 followers and blah, 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 and you, you, you sort of got your, your head around, you know, the content or what works anyway, and uh, then you got your feeling and stuff. You got your skills built up, but somehow you got to, on Insta anyway, more than a million followers. That's a big jump, 30,000 mm-hmm. to there. Like was it just time, effort, skill, consistency? What, what was it? Consistency. Consistency. Yeah. Yeah, after that kind of, you know, what do we call it, a blow up to the 30,000, we just kind of put on the gas yeah. and we're like, all right, let's just make video, video, video. Because we're getting so much like more Momentum. motivation from it as well because like we could see ourselves growing. So like let's really have a go at this. So we just went and made as many videos as we could and we're just having so much fun with it. And it, the following just stopped. No. It just constantly from then until kind of now, it just hasn't really stopped. How many years ago was that, the, the, the 30,000 watermark? Two was, and a half. It was like the end of 2019. What's the difference between – that feeling and the energy. I mean, there's a mm. big, massive energy. What was the thing that gave you energy, do you reckon? After it blew up? After it blew up. Yeah. Compared oh. to the 7,500 yeah, before, yeah. you know, the shit feeling, oh, what am I doing this I for? I think the oh, so many things, like the mo- the momentum and I I think what it was for us is like we realised we could maybe make a career yeah. out of it. Like we are like, holy crap. Like we had managers hitting us up. We had brand, like people from brands hitting us up saying they want to, do stuff and we're like, oh my God, we could, like people are offering yeah. us money to do this. Is this a joke? Yeah. Like, we could not believe it. So that was just like, we could maybe make something out of this. Not, we didn't even think, I couldn't have no dream that like I'd be in this seat, no. you know, like ever. No. And then, ugh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's it, purely because how much we didn't want to do our old life. We genuinely did not like being tradesmen. I did not like, I never wanted to continue it. Um, it just helped me travel. I still like you had fun days and stuff, but I knew meant for more, you know. And I think because we knew we come from that, and if we didn't make this work, we're going back to that. That was the biggest driving force ever, Hmm. like literally in the world for us, because we knew what it could be if we don't continue this. And then it was so scary because we're like, can we, if we keep going, like, what's going to happen? Like, you know, because we weren't secure. We still don't feel that secure. Uh, We definitely feel a lot more secure now with our career. But at that point, for that whole year and a half, we're just fighting for it. We're like, yeah. we need to make this work. And if we don't, it's more, you know, I don't know, a shame, not a shame, but just like you feel like you let yourself down. You don't want to go back to the job. You so fail. You fail. Yeah. Exactly. And we just knew what a good opportunity we had and to not try and not fuck it up. Mm. Like we got something good going on here. Let's really try and get the most out of it. And I remember those goals. So every, I had a whiteboard in my room and facts and I would always write is always that short term goal, like a two month goal or a month goal at the end of March. Let's, we're on 50,000 followers, let's get to 100. And then once we get to 100, and we did that all the way up into a million followers, literally, and that was massive uh, driving force for us because you just, you're like, okay, we need to get to 400,000 followers in the next month. What do we have to do? So it was all these short goals, and then we'd be like, okay, let's make three very good videos in the next two weeks. And the only way we're getting followers is by making good content. So by the having only those way sh- to make, the only way to get only followers. Only ways to make 
videos to just produce content. That's the only way to do it. And your, your, your content's sort of a little bit thematic. I mean, I, I don't mean that a bad way, but, it, it, you know, you stick to what works. Mm. And But the thematic is um, has variation in the um, production. So, you know, you just change it up, but it's the same theme sort of thing. Yeah. And uh, so you two must have actually sat down and worked out a, not a business plan, but a plan, like you said, like you said, like here's my goals. Um, and we're obsessed by it and we get energised by the fact that we're doing really well, blah, blah, blah. But these are the things that work. We know these things work. These things can blow us up, blow us up, keep mm. blowing us up until we get to the numbers we want to. And as I'm hearing you talk about it, I'm thinking about two guys <laughs> that I know. You, you may know of them, but you probably wouldn't know them. And uh, I'm thinking of uh, Paul Hogan and yeah. John Cornell or Strop. Strop. And I, I know them quite well and uh, particularly Strop. And um, I remember them back around your age. And this is exactly the conversation they were having about really? – um, they used to do a show on Channel 9 before Crocodile Dundee was made and it was about Paul Hogan on the Harbour Bridge. You know, all right, it's not Instagram but it's it, and it's a long version, et cetera, and it was about Paul Hogan being a stupid, silly bastard, like mm. just doing weird shit. Mm. And Strop was even more weird. Like he used to <laughs> walk around with a funny jaw yeah. and he used to talk funny and uh, – yeah. but he was just ba- basically taking the piss out of himself, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, and, uh And then that ended up becoming a movie and, you know, we know the story about the two and, and how famous they became. Um, but it's sort of very similar. Like they were both from working-class families. Strott was from West Australia. Uh, Hoes is from, you know, Sydney, but he's, uh, you know, worked on the Harbour Bridge, painting the fucking Harbour Bridge. Uh, and they just come up with a fucking weird, uh, wacky idea and mm. put it in front of Kerry Packer and Kerry Packer said, well, run with it. Mm. You guys got your own TV station. <laughs> That's mm. called Instagram yeah. these days and TikTok. Um, but nonetheless, uh, it's very similar. Yeah, it's same. In fact, I can sort of see, I see hoax in you and I see <laughs> drop in you. It's it's weirdest thing. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm, just, well, I'm not trying to put you down because no. these two guys are icons. Yeah, icons. Yeah, no, yeah, Total yeah, icons, yeah. you know. And uh, anyway, so I mean, I just think there's a, a lot of parallels in this um, and just two guys fucking around and they actually eventually work out what the formula is and then they work their ass off to make sure the formula just keeps falling out. But at some stage they worked out how to monetize it. Um, now, you know, you've got to, you know how to build the audience. You work your ass off to build the audience. How, when did you work out, hang on, I can make money out of this uh, Instagram page and the followers. How did you work out the uh, how to monetize? I think, yeah, so we got hit up by our manager who we have now, Claire. She was like one of the, she hit us up around 10K and she's like, oh, she had a job for us to do to like some, it was for Warner for some uh, music just to promote some music. And we're like, yeah, that's amazing. And then she's like, actually, you know what? I want to manage you guys. Do you want to meet up? So we met up with her for coffee. And at this stage, we were actually getting a lot. A few other people hit us up. But we met with her and she was just kind of straight up. And I remember her saying this job she had for us. <laughs> she's like, I was like, well, like, how much will it be? And she's like, probably like five. And I was like, what, 100 bucks? And she's like, grand. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, what the fuck? And then we left that um, interview with her. And Jack's like, you're a fucking idiot. You shouldn't have said 500. Like, now she's going to downsell us and shit. And I was like, damn it. Uh, I remember him saying 500. I was like, oh, you so idiot. So excited. But like to us, that was foreign. We didn't. You know, we're like, what? Five grand for making a that would work like two months to save that. Yeah. Mom. So that became your, like your first monetization, and then you um, engaged a what they call talent manager. Yeah. yeah. You're the talent. Yeah. You provide the content as well, and she manages that into the marketing or the advertising world. Yeah. And she takes a fee. They normally take a percentage of the whole 20%. thing. Yeah. Twenty percent of the clip. Yeah. Twenty percent of the clip. And uh, you still with her? 
Yeah. 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 yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. She's Sydney based. Yeah. So she is, but she's also in New Zealand at the moment. Right. She lives over, like she's Kiwi, but she's lived her whole life. She just moved over there because yeah. she's got a boyfriend. But yeah, she's okay. a boss. Yeah, <laughs> she's good. She's good though. Oh, she's so she's good. like six foot four, doesn't take shit from <laughs> anyone, and we just have a boss. really good relationship with her. And she's just honest. She's like, we're on the phone like five times a day with her. It's like a second mum, you know? And I feel like that's the main thing with it because we've had big, big. Um, agencies hit us up but you get lost in their system whereas with Claire our manager we've been like just fighting for each other since day one and she's got a lot of talent but I think she only really personally looks after us and maybe a couple others so it's really mutual we want to grow together so yeah exactly really good. when she started she had one worker and so she, she had her and one worker and now she has about 10 like, so she was really hungry and really, really hungry. Mm. So it was just like the perfect formula because she wanted to grow and we wanted to grow. Yeah. So we just really, and, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it's always been a handshake deal. Like we've just we never signed anything. We never signed anything. We like, we don't want to sign anything. We're just like, we won't fuck you ever. You don't fuck us over. Yeah. And it's just been like that. And so we just had this really good relationship with her. So like uh, throw some, a few names out there. Who, who are your sponsors? Like oh, pay you? Red Bull. We don't work with like the big fashion, like Fendi and Louis Vuitton and, Oh, where, I don't even know where you start. Like like Paramount Films and well, let's talk about Red Bull. So, what do they want you to just tip a Red Bull over here? What, what do they What do they want you to? Do? So we actually signed a we actually did a contract with them, but just before COVID. So we had like all these things. We're going to go to like take us to like I don't know all the events like the cliff diving, yeah, F one, all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. But that kind of fell through because of COVID. But we did a few little things like this music motel stuff where we like hosted it and. um we just go to their events and make videos yeah. and stuff. Um, what else? Do, do they do? get you to uh, produce it as well? Yeah. So they want they leave the content and all the production into your hands? Or Depends what think you The do. one thing we did with the hosted, we didn't. Like it's like a live stream thing where we kind of co-host it. Mm. Um, if it's for Instagram though, you, we, we're very like- We won't post anything we on We won't do anything on ours. Like we're not, that we don't direct and edit and have the concept, you know, for. Like unless it's our creative idea, we won't do it. Right. Like even if we're directing- we we did this thing for um, iconic, you know the iconic, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we they wanted us to work with them, like cool. But then we're like, we're not really doing it unless we choose the song and we get to kind of direct, co-direct it, yeah. Because um, that's the thing that performs on your page. We know our audience, yeah. No, they don't. No brand knows your audience yep. like you do. So I guess that's from day one been super important for us. Plus, like, you don't want to compromise your brand, nah, nah, around their brand, exactly. And so, so your business model, to some extent, um, loosely speaking, is that you keep building audience audiences, you keep keeping your audiences happy and um, mm-hmm. evolve your content with your audience's expectations. Um, you have a manager and then you sell into the, your audience stuff that you curate mm-hmm. for your audience. So that's your business model, the revenue, and you've got your cost of producing content. You're probably going to do things like podcasts and that sort of stuff. Yeah. So, you know, for me, I would, I would say there's risk in that because – and there's risk in everything, by the way. But there's risk in that because if something, if Instagram decides that you know it changes its flavour, it's not that it's not that handsome anymore, like Facebook's become, mm-hmm. or if uh, TikTok somehow gets banned in Australia because they don't like the fact that it's owned by Chinese or whatever, I don't know, whatever. Fuck, um, you you become all of a sudden they can ruin your yeah for position. Sure. Oh, so what do you do about that? I mean, how do you? How do you sort of uh, mm. work your head around that part? Because yeah, you put a lot of effort into it. Yeah, that was a big thing for me. I just didn't want to be – because we quit our jobs, which was massive for us. We're like, fuck, let's quit our jobs and try and make videos. But I didn't, we didn't want to be known as like influencers. Like we just make money out of Instagram. Like yeah, yeah. I wanted to be 
you can have more yeah stable sta- uh, solidified like it's a podcast or I really want a TV show mm. and we spoke to a few people and we nearly Hamish started, and Andy yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah. Like, good mates with Hamish is a legend yeah and a, men- a bit of a mental. and it wasn't until we kind of met up with him we caught up with him one time and he's like people in television would die to have what you guys have like to have to be able to produce something a million people see it you know because mm. I was like oh, I just want a TV show so I solidifies me as not just an influencer or whatever. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah. I really mm. we didn't really like that term. Instagram, yeah. We didn't want to be known as that. We wanted to, you know, have different revenues or different types of money coming in. So it wasn't just and different yeah. platforms. Yeah, different platforms, platforms yeah. exactly. Yeah. 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 So so t- TV is still a platform. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's still a huge platform, but we yeah. sort of undermined a little bit. But you're right. Like uh, that's that's why Channel Nine loves Hamish and Andy so much. Mm. Or, or, both of them individually as well, but um, and putting on doing TV shows because they're great talent. Mm. So, what have you, are you guys doing something around that territory? Well, we've had so we had a meeting with Stan last year, and then we had a meeting with Netflix as well. But we just weren't ready. Like you know, someone offers they they kind of said like, if you want to do something, let's do it. And we were like, oh That's my god, let's do here. it. And we saw we had chats with both of them. We went through a fair process with Stan, and we. We'll, you know, well, it wasn't Stan. Like, well, it was a production company. Production company and all that through stuff. Stan. Yeah, with Stan or something. Um, but then at the end of the day, we just weren't ready, and luckily enough, we didn't go ahead with it because we weren't ready, and we it would have been bad. So and it was pretty nuts. Like that was our dream was like to have like a show, you know, like a travel show, like because mm. we love travel and stuff. That'd be like the dream. And we kind of got a hand to us, and we're like, no, nah, we're not ready. You know, yeah. we like. What does that mean you're not ready? We, we just didn't feel like we had the skills or we, yeah. you know, we still feel like we need to grow before we can. Grow what? Grow our audience and grow our, ourselves. Our skill. Yeah. Well. Maybe your skill is probably. Yeah, skill. Because yeah. yeah. sure. you've got a good audience. Yeah, I mean, yeah. audience is fine. If you've got the skills, if you've got the skills, you can drag the audience across. Yeah, no, definitely the skills. It was we a skill. Did, and we just in the gut feeling. Yeah. We, we went away and we had like a writer's trip for us and I for like four days, no phones. And we just honestly couldn't we just knew it wasn't right but we wanted it to be right because we really wanted to do it but then we were like okay let's do a let's go down the podcast route but like firsthand to build our skill set up which we're doing now with spotify which is which is the best thing we've probably ever done even though it's a lot of work and we but we turned that down for for like a year year and a half people kept coming let's do a podcast let's do a podcast we got nah 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 we weren't ready and then for some reason this time they came back. It felt right. And it kind of just felt right. I'm like, you know what? Let's just let's have a go at it. So what about this? <laughs> oh, that's the stuff I like to see. The better be. Hey, uh, <laughs> oh, like, it's, it's bloody, what time is it? 11 in the morning? We have, we have one or what? Me. I don't even <laughs> about what time of day or what is it. It's all good. Oh. No. But what about better beer? So is this your, is this your game? Is, 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 so we've got to have a product, okay? So we've got. Build the audience. Like I don't, I'm not going to undermine. Don't don't get me wrong. This is not meant to be undermining anything. But okay. build the brand, build the audience, keep feeding the con- content, have some fun, blah blah blah, all that sort of stuff, which you're doing a great job at. Come up with a product because you know, like getting advertising dollars, that's not sustainable because you're not really a publisher, you're not a television station, you're not a radio station. You do a bit of podcast, maybe that's it's not a bad risk mitigated and something. You know, that way, in other words, we're not all in one place. We're mm-hmm. spreading our talents around, maybe getting a TV show, but that's, you know, that's a hard one to, to, to mm. crack. I mean, but if you crack it, you'll kill it. Beer. Beer. Sell product into a market. Now, if you had said to me you are doing that 10 years ago, before the craft thing kicked off, I'd be saying, hmm, 
just or just as a kid, I'd be saying fucking great idea. But it's pretty crowded. You know, you got bloke, very saturated. The bloke beer. You got uh, 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 Tai Avasa, who's got uh, Western Sydney. You've yeah, got Batuta. Uh, the, the, Batuta, the Batuta guys. I mean, there is a bit of Batuta and everything you guys do, yeah. by the way, a little bit. They're funny. Um, very sort of you know piss take sort of thing. They're a bit more political. Um, and then, uh, but is it? Do you think this will work, the beer? I think it's probably the only smart thing we've ever done. <laughs> is it working? Like, so because I, I see you're in all the all the all the big store outlets, or the big um, you're in the uh, Dan's, BWS. Dan, you know, Dan Murphy, all that sort of stuff, yeah. BWS, etc., which is Woolworths or Coles, or whatever. Pinnacle, yeah. Yeah. And they're probably lovely because you've got such a big following. You know, they, that, that sells us straight in. Mm. But is the beer selling? It's yeah, very good. Somehow. Yeah, like, way better stupid. than what we could have That's hoped, it, and what ever. they. Thought, I think we're selling ten times as much as what they predicted. You know, really? we could. Yeah, we're still producing it. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, Griffith down yeah. south. Yeah, yeah. Coca Cola. Coca Cola owns it. It's brewery. a big. Right. You know, Yellowtail. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they've got wine. Castella, yeah, yeah. yeah. The wine, but they've got a brewery attached to the other side of it, like eighty million dollar one. Right, and they got all new canning machines and everything. It's really, really. Whose good. idea was this to to pr- build a product around beer? Ours. Yeah. So what? Well, yeah. yeah. Which one are you two? I think both, I think, yeah, so maybe you, both yeah. wanted to, but I was like, fuck, let's do this. Because there's always someone every- We always drink. Well, I mean, <laughs> like, I guess it's every kid's dream to have a beer fuck company, yeah. you know? Like, that's yeah. just the dream. And we're getting a lot of offers from, you know, big brands like, you know, Furfies and that, all that stuff kind of to come on as ambassadors for a year or other brands to come on and start our own line of beer underneath their banner, you know, like the Inspire employee the day for a beer or whatever. And then we're like, fuck, let's just. Like, mm. Let's just do it ourselves, you know. So we called a mate, Nick, who's our business partner, who we met on one of our first jobs ever. He took us to like a music festival just to come and he had an alcoholic kombucha company and we just had to go and just drink piss there and just it was like the best, best job in day ever. ever. Like because we went to festival all the time anyway. <laughs> He's giving us VIP tickets. I'm like, that's amazing. Let's go. Anyway, we got on with him. He was just like we didn't think he was like a genius or anything, but he was just a good bloke, and we just got on with him. So we kept in touch with him and then we had all these offers. So I called him, we called him together. Mm. I'm like, oh, we're getting all these offers, but we kind of want to start our own. What do you think we should do? And then he's like, nah, fuck it, just do it yourself. All you got to do is this, 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 this. Yeah. It's easy as. That's what he said, it's easy. And we're like, oh, That's... that does not sound easy. <laughs> we called him back an hour later. <laughs> and he said, do you want to do this together? He's been brewing since he was 18 and he's 35. He opened his first brewery at 21. So he's a genius in the brewing sense, which we don't have. So we, that's why yeah, we yeah. went to him because we, you know, we've got the marketing skills and um, he's the brewing skills. So it worked out pretty well. But that, that's smart because uh, what's smart about it is you recognize what your skills are and, <laughs> yeah. what's, and more importantly, what you need to bring in to make this work. You mm-hmm. need to bring someone with his skills in. What sort of beer are we talking about here? We, is it a lager? What is it? It's a lager. So, yeah. it's, so what's different about it? So, do you know, the like the whole rage of, um, like seltzers. seltzers, like a year or two yeah, ago, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. just all yeah, the rage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were kind of thinking, alcoholic seltzer. Yeah, yeah, and we're like, should we make one of them? Because we, like, I've just become like kind of gluten free. We're, yeah. we're all trying to look after ourselves. All our mates have become a lot more health conscious and stuff. Because seltzers are zero; they're like zero sugar, zero yeah, carb, yeah, blah yeah, blah yeah. blah. And, and, they and they were just blowing up. So we're like, should we do one of them? But like, we're beer drinkers. Like that's what we'd love to do, like beer. Yeah. And then we're like, how? Let's take the statistics of a seltzer and put it in a beer because not many people were doing that. Mm. That's, that was like 
the difference. Like pure blonde? Like that's yeah, pure yeah. blonde. Yeah, 80 like calories. That. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I think Nick Nick was more... Nick's super savvy. He's like a very good businessman as well. But he, I think he was more on the no-carb lager. And we're like, oh, I don't we know. We wanted the like stone and wood. That's the yeah. craft. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Aircraft is everything, you know. That's what yeah. the cool thing was. But it's, but we didn't realise at the time how obviously it's so saturated. There's, so, there's a million craft beers out there. So then going down this route, well, now I'm realizing it's the best thing we've ever done in our whole life. So tell me what's unique about it, because you're saying low cal, no, no no carbs, low cal's, low cal's, no carbs, no sugar, and and, and full, full strength, uh, full full strength, four point yeah, two, four point yeah, okay. yeah. So it's just like a lager, and it, and there was another one over in the states that was blowing up, like it was the fastest growing beer, and there's mm. no one in Australia that was doing that. And there was there's a couple that Few. do it, but there's the marketing they don't have, I guess, all the, the I don't they know, weren't they, marketing to the consumer that we were exactly we yeah. going to go after. And then he'd go on in bed with, you know, Pinnacle, Woolworths group. Um, again, was kind of like, all right, we can get 16. So we're only one of five products in all of the – one of five beers in all of their stores around Australia. So that – One of five craft beers? Or no, one, just beers. Beers. Beer that's in every single one of their stores. Yeah. So it's like that's us, cool. like Great Northern. I don't know. 4X, maybe a couple of others. Corona. Yeah. So like – so at the start they gave us 800 stores – they're like, we want to partner with you. We'll give you 800 stores. And they own 50% of the market. So yep. we're like, hmm. that's, we're like, oh, should we do them? I don't know. But or should we sell it online? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Go through them. Or, yeah, yeah. So we went with them and then they said, all right, we'll give you 1,000. All right, we'll give you 12,000. Who approached 000. them? Yeah, our partner. Yeah. yeah. So what, what, what's his pitch when he walks well, in? Well, we all have the pitch. Uh, all four of some uh, Falks, I, Nick had a pitch and um, sales uh, lead, which is Cam. And we just, we all had that single core together on the, it was pretty nerve wracking to be honest. We were, yeah, yeah. We were pretty nervous. Um, and they'll play hardball. They'll well. play hardball. Well, and they do. Yeah, yeah. They'll just they like, it. yeah, they'll just go on. You they know, only put two products in every six, six months. months or something. And and then as the chat continued, and because the thing is, Fox and I, and Nick, we worked on this for eleven months, like straight. We got locked. We got stuck in New Zealand, so we were just locked away working on this beer company for eleven months, just on every bloody aspect of it. And I feel like when we come to the pitch, we had so much good backlog of the detail of how we want it to be, the look of it, everything. And they just, as the Zoom went on, they just, their ears were just spiking up by the second. And by an hour in, they were offering us more than we ever would have dreamed yeah. of. Yeah. What was like, the killer punch? Mm, what was the killer punch? The point of difference. In the pitch. Point of difference. Of the you, you're talking about the carbs, calories, yeah. sugar. Yeah, better yeah. for you. No, 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 no. Yeah. And I think it's just kind yeah. of, yeah. <laughs> and I think because it's like, it's it's different. So like, it's kind of like a like our branding I think a lot of the older alcohol companies, they're scared to talk to like the 18 to 24 yeah, year olds. Yeah, yeah. Like, they, because like, they're ABAC, so many rules and regulations, everyone's scared to kind of talk to that market where we're, that is, that's, that's our market. demographic, mm. you know? Yeah. So I think they've seen that, like, Dan Murphy's in that, that's a very older generation, like, this, who goes in there, yeah, yeah, where yeah. we can bring. Don't that, point to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they can bring, we can probably bring in that younger. <laughs> I, I love Rush's book. Yeah. And, but like, it was never that for us. Like, we just wanted to bring a, like, a, bring out a fun product. It's never been about like making it, you know, all this money or we just wanted to build a fun brand, like a community that, you know, if we're drinking, like if someone's drinking better beer, like that we're mates, you know, yeah. it's like a real community trying to brand that we're trying yeah. to build. It's not about the selling of the company. It's about just building it the biggest and best we can and everyone loves it. And what about ambassadors? 
Um, like getting like sponsored, sponsoring people. No, and stuff. You're, you're you're getting ambassadors for your beer. What, are you using ambassadors, or are you just doing it off your own? At, at the moment, just us. Because you're running your own. You're running a separate Instagram account for Better Beer. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So yep. and it, it, how do you transfer the followers over to that? I mean, or, or do you From just inspired unemployed? Yeah. How do you move inspired un, unemployed over to uh, Better Beer through videos yeah, and funny videos and and just continuous like you know wearing the merch and having the beer pop up over into people's subconscious over months at a time. They, you know, it's only, it's, it's just a lot of videos it's to be so honest. it's easy for us because like we truly believe in it. Like we love the beer. Like mm. we, it's not like we just put our name to it and we don't actually like the taste. Like we love it and we actually stand for it. So it's so easy for us well, to promote. Well, we're going to have to do something. Yeah, we're going to crack No, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to really do this something. Is this your first one? Yeah, yeah. Oh, hey. Well, the, some of the staff have not. Yeah, there's a half open they're six back here. <laughs> so we just... You can, be our, you can be our first gonna, ambassador. But I'm going to do this. <laughs> oh, you get the no shit. Way. Oh, yes. No way. No way. Oh, yes. <laughs> Are you He's doing the shoe. Mark right. Boris. Mark Boris. <laughs> you're the better be this. All right. Like, in you're in ready. the rustics. Ready? <laughs> Here right. we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he smashed like a chair. No. He's done that. <laughs> No How's way. That taste? taste a bit better, eh? Yes. <laughs> Talk to a bastard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so good. good. Dude, How I good is that, eh? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty good. It tastes much better out of my shoe. Yeah. Yeah. That's a glass, I think. Yeah, fucking shoe. Oh, that's uh, good. Guys, uh, uh, do you guys have any questions for me? Yeah. What? What's your um, <laughs> opinion so on a um, on public listing your company? Well, not that we want to do it right now or ever. No, I don't understand that because there's only you always got to have an exit somehow. Yeah, you know I mean? you, you either and an exit is what they call a liquidity event. In other words, how do I get money out of this? So you can either um, you know push it into a listed entity, in which case you get other and pe- other people investing in your business, and you might take a bit of cash out, or they just fill it up with cash so you can build the business much bigger, and then you you know buy and sell your shares down the track, or sell your shares down the track, or you sell. All your business or parts of your business to a buyer. Some, like, you know, Asahi might say, we'd love to own better beer because mm. they're never going to get in this marketplace. A bit like they just bought um, Bol- uh, Bolter. Bolter, yeah. yeah. You know, and those, what, Mick Fanning and Dave Gingell and those guys. Yeah. They, they killed it. Yeah. And, and, and by, by the way, uh, um, Tommy Mooney sold uh, uh, Stone Wood. Stone Wood. Mm. 400 large. I've seen 500. Yeah, five hundred. Well, I, I, well, I, I know, I know, because I, I remember when he played, because I, I know him from Byron, because he owns all the pubs over there. Yeah, and, That's uh, insane. And, and and so there's big dollars. But I would say to you, after having many years being in public companies, that today um, the regulatory environment in a public company environment is may not suit you guys. Mm. I don't really mm. like it myself. You're fully fucking accountable on stupid shit, mm, yeah. and you spend a lot of money and a lot of time. Being regulated, yeah, you know, and that's about, what we hate. You know yeah. it's pretty fucked to be honest. Yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, watched, you know, don't you? Real closely watched. Fuck, it means scrutinised and everything. You employ compliance people, and you know all this shit. You know, they, and it's it's a bit of a hassle, but it's also quite a sophisticated way of staying in the business, watching the business grow. It's a way of getting it funded without you having to put your hands your own kick, and then staying there as a shareholder for 30, 40 years if mm. you want. Assuming it's successful the whole time. 
it has its ups and downs, but for me, the regulatory environment's too tough. Okay. I reckon today it's much worse than it's ever been in the past. So you're, you're, and you know, someone's a shareholder in it, and you're walking down the street, and something's not going right. The share price is down for no fucking fault of your own, and people put shit on you, and you know, mm-hmm. you've got to live with that. Yeah, exactly. For someone, I, mean, I don't give a fuck, right? But, uh, <laughs> but, but, you know, don't shoot you, 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 yeah. I mean, I've just got hard on over time, you know, because you know, you just get scarred, 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 but. But equally, you know, if you you don't want to sell it sometimes because you really love your product and uh, you love the job, you love what you mm. do, yeah, exactly. and you exactly, might want yeah. to change that. Mm. So uh, maybe it does suit you. Um, but so like, but what I know a lot of people do, they go out like you did with your manager, they go out and employ, um, or sign up someone who's like a contractor. You know, they're, they're usually like basic investment bank and they run a, what they call a dual process. So they say, we're going to list this company, which includes all your Instagram and all, all your public profiles. Uh, we're going to list that plus the beer business and any other business you might attach to any other product business you might attach to the, the brand, okay, or the brands. And then uh, they say, we're going to list it, but they run a, a dual process. In other words, another process in parallel, but we'll sell it if the right buyer comes along. So- to flush the buyers out, you got to th- the buyers. You got to get the buyers to think that there might be um, a listing of this, which means you become much better funded, therefore become a competitor to the buyer. Yeah. So what you're trying to do is flush the buyer out. Mm. Yeah. And uh, and then if the buyer comes and offers you overs over the valuation what's, what's of the listing, okay. more more. Let's say the valuation of your whole thing is I don't know. 50 million, 100 million, make a number, 100 million. But if the buyer comes and says, I'll give you 105 million to take you out of the market and for them to control this future, then you take the 105 million. Like a say yeah. and stuff too, and Lion Nathan and that. That's yeah, what yeah. they do. Yeah. That's what they do. Yeah. So Lion Nathan might come along, you know, and say, fuck, we don't want this to be listed as a public company because the last thing we need is a, 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 beer, a, a big business like this who could have four other sub brands mm-hmm. well funded by the marketplace. Last thing we want to do is compete. Let's just yeah. take them out. It's better for us to buy them for 105 million, and just and then control it. Yeah, yeah. which is sort of what they do. And they also say we can't build a brand. Like, they can't build brands like this. Mm-hmm. This is what General Electric did to my business, Wizard Business. They the last thing they wanted me to become was a, like a bank. So General Electric said, "Let's just go and buy them." It's cheaper for them to pay me 500 million for my business than it mm. was to, to have to compete with me down the track. Yeah, yeah, true. So. Uh, and so you run a, what they call a dual process and there's guys out there do this sort of stuff. I mean, there's guys, there's organisations, UBS, all the big organisations, Macquarie Bank, they all do it. They run these programs for you and they take a fee for the whole thing, a bit like your manager does. So those processes depend on who wants to get out, when you want to get out. There's a whole, there's a, there's a whole package mm. of decision-making you have to make, each one of you individually. And, uh, and then what are you going to do after it? Like let's say you get a big check. Both of you might say, fuck it, we're just going to travel. Yeah. 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 See ya. <laughs> Probably. Definitely. Uh, buy the South Coast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll buy from uh, the bottom of Sutherland yeah. uh, right down to past Coimbra. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cost you a bit now. So the expensive. But, you know, but, or you might say, no, fuck that. I, I really enjoy this deal. Yeah. I want to stay in. So those sort of decisions make, decisions have to be made, but probably not now, but down the track. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Guys, I, I loved it. It's great for an uh, early Wednesday morning for me to be having a beer. Yeah, uh, I enjoy the beer. Beer tastes good, by the way. Uh, thank, thank you. you. All Bye. the best, yeah. Say goodbye to your gut. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cheers. Thank you. Cheers. See you, guys. Bring it out. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Mentor with Mark Boris. Audio and production is by Jessica Smalley. Production assistance, Simon McDermott. This is a mentored podcast.
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.